0: Hello and welcome to the Behind the Business Headlines podcast, brought to you by Nedbank Business Banking and News24. I'm your host, broadcast journalist and news anchor, Pete Andoro. In this podcast, we chat to a range of business banking category experts as they speak through the trends, developments and solutions businesses face in today's market. Today, we talk to Herman de Kock, Executive Head of Business Banking Sales and Services at Nedbank. Herman describes his team at NetBank as money experts who do good, and by doing good, strive to be the difference that impacts the world for the better. Today, we're asking questions about e-commerce and digital solutions, how businesses are adapting to and changing buying habits, and uh, what opportunities businesses should explore to expand their ability to sell online. A very warm welcome to the Behind the Business Headlines podcast, Herman.
1: Thank you, Peter. It's great to join you again and a a warm virtual wave to all the listeners.
0: Uh, Yes, indeed. So, um, Herman, what is the data showing uh, with regards to the consumers' changing buying habits and the growth of online shopping? I've got to say, personally, partly because of COVID-19, my Online buying habits have changed phenomenally.
1: Yes, I think we, we all um, uh, discovered how easy we can do it online. And uh, Peter, there's been a number of research papers that um, showed how COVID changed the way we live and shop and work and buy. Um, for instance, you know, if I just look at research from Visa, it shows that 48% of consumers in South Africa now prefer contactless method of payment whilst they in store and we'll talk about that a uh, bit later as well. Um, there's also been exponential growth in online shopping. Um, I don't think we'll see a new normal where there's only online shopping, um, but the data show that um, it's, this is not only a spike that we saw. Um, the preference to continue to do so is definitely there. Uh, for instance, other research from McKinsey shows 60% of South Africans did not return to their pre covid buying behavior or out-of-home patterns directly after the first lockdown restrictions were lifted. And then there's MasterCard um, that had a study that showed 76% of South Africans learned to do online banking and 52% spent more on money online. So that would be you and me, Peter.
0: I suppose what's happened is that trust has become the thing, hasn't it? We've learned to trust the online and digital way of transacting.
1: Yes, we've learned that. I think, uh, look, we have to understand that, you know, with the good, there's also the bad coming. Um, there has been um, also a surge in the cyber attack trend. But it's important that as consumers, we are just very much aware of uh, what to look out for from a phishing or vishing all the types of online scams. And uh, all the banks in South Africa Um, have programs and frequent communications to the consumer base in South Africa on how to uh, make sure that you do not fall victim to any cyber attack attempts.
0: So what's the single biggest opportunity that uh, this offers uh, South African companies right now after more than a year of uh, lockdown?
1: I'm hesitant to single out one opportunity. But having said that, the need to pivot your business model to remain relevant to a customer base that is clearly showing changes in the way they want to engage with your business is important to take note of. And digitization plays a key role in this context. This, of course, requires the right solutions with regard to e-commerce, contactless payments, and very importantly, Peter, data. Uh, and has a variety of solutions in these areas that can assist business owners to capitalize on these opportunities.
0: So, what are the local and global trends have you observed in the market about uh, the move towards e commerce?
1: I'd like to actually take it a bit broader when I answer this question and, and answer within the context of how the shifts toward digitization, which includes e commerce, will set the scene for more opportunities across the e-commerce value chain. So if I can maybe take it just to um, one layer lower in terms of micro trends. The one is we've seen significant increase in demand for digital enablement through technology. And the latter includes the ability to provide services regarding data processing, storage, and analysis. Then we see employers and landlords that are frantically making investments in workplace, or then in uh, your um, residential setups to be PPE um, uh, um, uh, compliant and to allow better working and living space. And So lots of configurations that we see in that space. And obviously that will tilt towards more e-commerce. Your digitally enabled businesses, whether it's business to business or business to consumer, um, you know, just through all these trends, capture more customers outside their conventional or traditional home base. We also see, very importantly, a realignment of value chains, which um, plays a much bigger emphasis on business models that deliver on client preference at their points of presence with digital enablement as a key component. And this leads to the rise of e-commerce platforms and aggregators with most businesses pivoting towards online orders for delivery and pickup businesses that rely on revenue streams focused on lifestyle show increased demand in their solutions products and services so outdoor sports camping home improvement diy equipment athleisure that's an interesting term Uh, and that's your conventional gym taking the exercise guru right into your living room Um, and all of that is now triggered through trade in digital space. And then there's a demand for, um, you know, more hygiene um, uh, uh, products. um, And interestingly, uh, an increase in the demand for kitchen equipment and home food deliveries that shows double digit growth. So all of that, Peter, um, all of these micro trends um, contribute to a much bigger emphasis on e-commerce and I think it goes without saying the imperative for every business owner to take note of it.
0: That's pretty fascinating. You're listening to the Behind the Business Headlines podcast brought to you by Nedbank Business Banking and News24. The series asks the experts the questions your business needs to know. I'm Peter Andora, your host. So, So what are some of the challenges facing companies that are trying to improve their e-commerce offerings?
1: I think the, the important thing is the technology is not new. Uh, e-commerce is not new. Uh, it's, it's been there for the last two decades, if not more. The biggest challenge, in my view, is to ensure that e-commerce is an augmentation of your business model and not your strategy per se. And then there's the challenge of ensuring that your e-commerce solution correctly links into the value chain to ensure that your customer still has a seamless experience from the first click right through to the delivery at their doorstep. And then data is also a challenge. Data is key. Without the use or the effective use of data, including machine learning, um, artificial intelligence, and analytics, business will struggle to see a return on any investment in in the e-commerce space.
0: Okay. So what solutions do banks then offer to help clients who are, looking to explore e-commerce and uh, digital for their businesses?
1: If I can answer from the perspective of NetBank Business Banking, uh, Peter, and linking to the previous uh, question, our first step is to see the bigger picture. Uh, So NetBank Business Banking, with our bigger picture approach, is first important to immerse ourselves in our clients' industry, understand the dynamics of the industry, and more importantly, the geographic Uh, uh, dynamics within where our client operates. And then on the back of that, with that background, we provide solutions. And the latter range from big data solutions such as Market Edge, that will empower every NetBank merchant to obtain a deep understanding of their customer base, such as buying patterns and typical demographics, to progressive e-commerce solutions such as NetBank Enterprise, that can be fully integrated into a merchant's website, Eliminating the requirement to redirect customers to another site to make payments. And when it comes to the need for contactless payments, we have our tap on phone solutions where merchants can accept payments from their customer base anytime, anywhere by just using their smartphones. The one that I'm particularly excited about, Peter, is our super app called Avo. This app brings customers and business together accurately matching customers' lifestyle needs to product and service offerings through powerful artificial intelligence, safe and secure payments and bank-grade security. AVO enables any merchant to quickly and efficiently with relatively low investment access a platform and subsequent e-commerce value chain that not only augment their cash flow but can open up new markets and new opportunities for them
0: you know we're living through fascinating times um disruption uh ir and i wonder will we ever go back to the old way of selling i mean what's the future of on-site and off-site commerce
1: yes and and coming back to what we uh, what i mentioned previously uh peter i i think we're going to see a hybrid model um and the hybrid model has always been there there's been Uh, the on-site visiting of a shop and, you know, trade, and there would now be an increased preference for contactless payment. But the off-site shopping behavior, in other words, the online shopping, we will see growing. I think we're going to see a bigger balance or better balance in this hybrid. Now that we've discovered that we can operate live, work, shop, and buy in different ways very effectively, I don't see us returning to the old way of selling and trading. And the good about this very bad pandemic is that it opened up new opportunities and different lifestyles.
0: Yeah, I'm certainly uh, one of those that uh, are not going to be the same at all uh, uh, now going forward. Um, Is there any one thing that a business should know about uh, e-commerce in 2021 and beyond? Uh, What would that be?
1: Yeah, Peter, if if there's one thing I can leave with the listeners is, I mean, if we reflect on the pandemic and all the subsequent trauma and changes, it it is sobering. But it was also a catalyst for introspection into every business model. The new normal will not simply be a return to pre-pandemic ways. Business owners, I think, need to revisit their business models for the sake of staying relevant and for the sake of the sustainability of their business. And e-commerce will play a very important part in this context.
0: Herman, thank you so much uh, for talking to us today. Thank you. All right. That was Herman de Kalk, Executive Head of uh, Business Banking Sales and Services at Nedbank. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Behind the Business Headlines podcast. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again. So please look out for other podcasts in the series.